bringing you news and updates from the Alliance of American Football, your source for everything Memphis, with your hosts, Dan and Michelle. This is Memphis AAF. Welcome to the Memphis AAF podcast. I am Daniel, and I'm joined by Michelle, and we are here to bring you the latest and the greatest from the Alliance of American Football. What? what is up, Michelle? I don't know. You are hype AF over there. Yes, because we're getting closer and closer to the start of the AAF season. Yep, that happens every day. We get a little <laughs> bit closer <laughs> to the start of the season. Yeah, I guess that's true. But with preseason of the NFL coming tr- you know, to an end, it is a big benchmark for possibly signings and teams and stuff like that for the AAF. So yes, we are getting closer. <laughs> In the next couple of weeks, we can expect a lot of probably, I don't know if big is the right word, but relatively speaking, we are probably going to see some bigger names come to the AAF once the NFL teams are trimming their rosters from the 92 to the 53. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a big jump. True. However, 10 of those players will be signed to the practice squad. Okay, so it's really 90 to 63? Correct. But that's for each team, and there's 32 teams? Yeah. So, so 27 times 32 equals? The answer is 864. 864. Holy shit. Wait, that's a lot of people. Yeah. We're, I guess we just had the last combine in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Last weekend? Yeah. Were more people signed after that? I guess that... Well, there's been like signings it's been like a trickle effect as far as i can tell but it's as we know the aaf isn't real forthcoming with like current news sure so depending on like if the players are announcing it or if it's like a bigger player that signed you know we see a few spread throughout the league so essentially after the combine and like random people getting signed now that preseason's coming to an end we're really going to see these teams fill out yeah that's that's cool and within the next few weeks, we'll see these Alliance teams reach their full 75-man off-season roster. Awesome. Yeah. And you also said we're going to be getting team names soon? That is a theory. Back in, I think, May, Charlie Ebersol released a video talking about team names and how we actually are going to have team names. And they're not just going to be called Alliance Memphis will be something. The mummies. <laughs> what was my favorite one? The jackals? No, I did not like the jackals. Pharaohs? You did like the mummies. I remember that. The mummies are cool. The Memphis mummies. Or the bandits. Right. I think you like the raccoon picture. No. Did you? No. No. Right. I not. do not see myself liking vermin as our logo. They are trash pandas. Be <laughs> courteous. <laughs> trash in the title? No. Not for me. Anyway, I don't even know what I was saying. Team names. We're getting team names. Yes. So he said that it'd be at the end of summer. And we are, check my calendar, yes, rapidly approaching the end of summer. Yeah, Labor Day weekend is, I mean, what, tomorrow? Is it? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's what happens when we don't work normal jobs. We don't get holidays, (laughs) so we don't, like, it's not like a benchmark, you know? I just thought it was, like, further into September. No, it's usually the first weekend. Oh, I guess that is. Well, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Labor Day weekend, you guys. (laughs) Enjoy it. We'll be working. So I am assuming sometime in September we'll get the team names. Speaking of which, did you ever tell us your favorite? I think so. We've been hearing from these players on what their favorites are. Yeah, I I like the Egyptian theme. So something, a jackal, pharaoh. Kings. Something. I'm cool with the kings. The kings, yes. I do like the kings. Um, but that won't be like Egyptian, though. I'd, I'd be really psyched if we went with an Egyptian theme 
or the Kings. Yep, I'm there. Yeah, there we go. Didn't um, Elijah Taylor also like the Kings? Yes. He first mentioned the Hound Dogs, but I think he uh, liked the dominating aspect of the Kings. Yeah. Which is true. And speaking of Elijah Taylor, he is our first interview of this uh, episode. All right. So here we go. He is a defensive back, uh, most recently played in the RPFL. Okay. The Rivals Professional Football League. Okay. Which is a semi-pro football league. All right. So here we go. All right. So I'm here with Elijah Taylor. He is a defensive back coming out of North Carolina. Uh, Didn't play much in college, but he did play on the professional team. In the uh, RPFL, he played for the Oakland County Racers up in Michigan. Elijah, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm just uh, happy to uh, be involved in this interview. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. feeling that. Tell us a little bit about what you've done on the field. Just kind of what your experience is and kind of what you've been doing. Okay. Um, after high school, went to, you know, I've been attending CFL Arena Trials. I played, uh, let me see, it was my second semester in college. I played spring ball for Georgia Military College. It's a JUCO in Milledgeville, Georgia. These guys are like really top ranked. These guys are uh, legit. They get a lot of NFL exposure, a lot of talent, you know, coming out and going to the NFL out of that school. I got cut. They moved me around uh, a couple of positions up there, but I was up there playing spring ball with them for a semester back in 2012. After that, um, I've attended, uh, played a little bit of semi-pro. Like I said, went to arena trials, CFL trials to keep myself sharp. And um, just this past spring, I went, played in the RPFL my first season. Definitely got my got my feet wet. I would say brought back some some habits, some memories or whatever. But that's 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 where I'm at with it right now. I'm just waiting uh, to to get into this alliance, this alliance league that I've just heard about. So that's kind of where my next, my next step is, you know, headed. So you'd have done put in some work as a wide receiver, but your, yeah. your position as a defensive back, right? Yes, sir. Um, uh, yeah. I've, I've had, I've, I've got experience uh, at the wide receiver position. I got plenty of experience doing that, but I mean, like I said, like, you know, like I said, I'm an athlete, but you know, I do, I like, <laughs> you know, I like a uh, defensive back. A lot better, so. Yeah, it seems like it'd be kind of the tougher position since you're reacting to somebody who's trying to fool you. Take you know, a little more awareness, I guess. Yeah, they say. I mean, they say you have to if you if you love defense, which I do. They say you love you have to love the game more than the offensive player, and mm-hmm. it's it's true. You know, what I'm saying you got to put in extra work because the game is definitely geared towards the offensive side of the ball. They give them the advantage. You know, what I'm saying with the rule with the new rules they keep implementing every seems like every other year so i'll test i'll say i definitely yeah i'll test to that yeah you definitely have to love the game so but i love i mean i love it regardless so i mean it's fine with me yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so. i mean you're a grown man that get to play a game you'll have to play as a child so it's yeah, so, it doesn't get yeah, much better than I'm that out, yeah, i'm out there having fun i mean and any if anything if anything gives you that little chip on your shoulder to come into the game um you know what I'm saying? To give you that edge. So, I mean, it's it's fine with me. I love playing like that. So, Okay, so what is like one skill, one attribute? Just like what is one thing about you that you're going to be bringing to whatever team signs you? Oh, um, I'm physical and rangy. And that's what I love about my style of play. And these are actually something another um, arena football coach 
told me after I left one of their trials. And that's what I tried to showcase in any trial I've been to, any opportunity I've gotten a chance to showcase my talents. I'm 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 six I'm six one with a six four and a half wingspan. I'm long, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I try to showcase and I love being the more physical guy. You can win a lot of plays just by being the more physical man every play. So I love I love to showcase that I can jump. I love to showcase my my range and my physical ability. I love to I love to press. We, when I played up in the RPFL this past season, that's basically what our coach um that's basically what he went off of. That's what that's what he was that's what our DBs were, I guess kind of styled around that was more his style of play which which I loved I feel I uh, I mean I, I went right into his system like I loved it so but if that yeah that's what I would say physical rangy long strong bigger corner so definitely defensive back really I mean safety I, I, yeah I, 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 I jump in at safety I play a little bit of safety up there so well that's exciting yeah as you're probably aware, the AAF is going to be looking to the player or to the fans to kind of come up with the team names. And around the Memphis Facebook group, there's been a few floating around. There's a couple that I really like. So I want to hit you with those. And you tell me what you think we should go with. Or if you got another option, throw that out me. All right. So we got the Hound Dogs for Elvis. Memphis is famous for. Okay. Uh, the Kings, the Pharaohs, and the Blues. So the Pharaohs, the city is named after... Um, a city in Egypt, Memphis, Egypt, which is like the capital of ancient Egypt. Yeah. Um, so that we have a lot of Egyptian themes. The Kings, um, this is where Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, as well as Elvis being the king of music. And then the blues, obviously Memphis has a rich musical blues history. So out of those four, where do you think, where are you leaning? The I'm leaning, I want to say hound dog. It definitely sounds like a typical you know, football lo- like you know what I'm saying, team mm-hmm. logo name, hound dogs, but the Kings kind of, I don't, nice I don't know, to it. Got, yeah, but it, it's kind of like got an imposing, imposing feel to it. You know what I'm saying? The Memphis Kings. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Kings. Awesome. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, yeah. I want to go with Kings. I like that. Yeah, that's a big one. People are liking that one. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot you can do with it too. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I just, I like it though. All right. Well, if uh, anybody from the team is listening, you have 30 seconds. Why should they sign you? Y'all, you should definitely sign me because you can place me anywhere on the field, given, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm be the most physical player out there. Got to beat my man every play. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said earlier in this interview, if you heard, I'm, a, I'm an athlete. You know what I'm saying? I love to play defensive back, but to be honest, you can put me anywhere on the field. I train my body. I, I feel like my body is a weapon, and that's how I play when I come out there on the field. I'm physical. You know, I'll take no plays off. I take that very literally. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'll be an asset to any team at any level, honestly. But like I said, again, I mean, I'm an athlete first, so, you know what I'm saying? You you really can't you really can't go wrong, so... You know, that's that's really about it. <laughs> well, awesome. We can't ask for much more. Thanks no. so much for coming on the show. If if people want to find you online, where can they go? My Instagram is at V Skrittles, V-S-K-R-I-T-L-L-E-S. And my Facebook name, I changed my Facebook name. <laughs> I'm just 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 follow me on Instagram. My uh my name is Elijah Juan Taylor E L I. 
J-A-H-W-A-N, last name Taylor, and follow me on Instagram. So that's where I'll be posting uh, updates of, you know, what I'm getting into. Sounds good. And I'll be sure to put links to that in the show notes. Uh, So be sure to check that out. And Eli, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. And that was Elijah. Uh, Did he say he has a 6'4 wingspan? (laughs) Yeah. 6'1 with a 6'4 wingspan. Like his arms are longer than he is tall. That's crazy. Yeah. Like his wingspan has like a foot on me. Almost not quite. But he's got, yeah. Yikes. That's just like, that's a lot of limbs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, technically, it's the same number of right, limbs. Right, right, but it just seems like... You've got a lot to them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be exciting to see what he's got. I'm excited. I haven't watched his highlights yet, so I'm going to go watch those and see what yeah. he's got. So, let's get into some news. All right, let's do it. We talked about Trent Richardson a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. He was um, a running back that played for the University of Alabama. Big name, big signing for the AAF. Okay. Anywho, moving on. He is officially signed with Alliance Birmingham. Was he not already signed? No, because he was signed with the Canadian Football League team, so he had to like work that out and get out of that contract before he could actually sign with the with the AAF. But he's officially yep. signed to the Alliance. Yeah, there was like a press conference with uh, Birmingham. Okay, I think it was the city that put it on. So people were like excited about what this could be. Like, are they announcing the team name for Birmingham? And people like there's a definite shift from pre press conference to post because after the press conference, people were like, well, we already knew he was signing with the team. Like, This is not news. (laughs) We knew about this weeks ago. That's a bummer. Yeah. However, there may have been a leaked name out there. Okay. For Birmingham? No, for Salt Lake City. Okay. I forgot that was a place. (laughs) Do we need to go over the locations again? Nope. Nope. Okay. I think we're going to be talking about that in the upcoming episode. Sweet. Just going over the other alliances. But somebody, I guess, father of a player who just signed with Salt Lake City mm-hmm. uh, announced the name. Oh, really? Yeah. Like so, on purpose or? Yeah. It was in like an Instagram post. Okay. He's just like thinking whoever. And he put Salt Lake City Swarm. Swarm? Yeah. So, okay, we don't know if this is actually officially Link or if he's just throwing out, like, his favorite name or if he just assumes that's going to be the name. Swarm? Yeah. I really hope it's not the name because that, that's just, like... It's difficult to say. Salt Lake City Swarm. Say that. Seriously, say it. Salt Lake City Swarm. Oh, Jesus. It wasn't supposed to be that easy. <laughs> <laughs> it Salt could Lake be, City like, a Swarm. tongue twister. Yeah. It's just not good. I don't like it. It just sounds like, I don't know. It just sounds like an amateur name. It doesn't sound intimidating either. Yeah. I mean, I, it, I guess it makes me envision a swarm of bees, but. Which could be scary. Yeah, but bees especially are Especially if you're allergic to bees. Like, oh, it's kind of dark. Maybe that's what they're going for. I just think, I just think it's not intimidating. No. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the name, so I'm hoping that's not an actual leak. And maybe he was just mistaken or whatever, and that's not going to be the. Or maybe. Salt Lake City can have their crappy name, and we can have something cool. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Let 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 the kings go in and stop the swarm. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> we gonna stop the swarm. Hey, we gonna stop. <laughs> okay. I, I like could, it now. We could have, like, hands of bug spray, like, imagery or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just take bug spray to the game. Oh, I love it. Okay, okay. They could definitely have the swarm. We'll We're be the gonna, kings. Yeah, we'll be something cooler. <laughs> There was like a post, like another poll. It pops up in the Facebook group every now and then. But the latest one shows that at least fans in the official Alliance Memphis group prefer the Kings. 
Oh. Yeah. I actually just physically perked up because the Kings, <laughs> the Kings is actually my favorite out of like the legitimate ones. Mm-hmm. I really like the Kings. So that would be really cool if that worked out. Yeah. The number two is Showboats, which I'm I, not a fan of. But I, it was like, uh, I think the USFL or like another football team that was in Memphis. And I don't want to take that kind of name. Like I don't want a defunct league's name for our team. I want something fresh, something new, something us. Again, Showboats is something that's like, it's kind of gross if you're being a showboat and showboats aren't unique to Memphis and they're just like the cheap crappy thing you take your kid to, to do when you've run out of all, all the cool things. Yeah. I was thinking like what kind of mascot could you have on the sidelines? It's like some dude dressed up as a boat running around. No, no, no. I got it. It would be okay. like those costumes of horses where it's two dudes, like one's <laughs> <laughs> the head and one's the, the end, but it's a boat and they're like... Each one has like the paddle. Okay, whatever. Anyway, it's just it ridiculous. It doesn't work. Yeah. I think is what we're saying. And or the- what if there's like a third person that's the water? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't like showboats. Um, and then it's the rockers, the pharaohs, and then the beats. Okay, again with the rockers. I just picture Cracker Barrel. That's it. That's all that comes to mind. <laughs> we- I just picture like people like on the sideline just in rocking chairs. Maybe some like knitting and crochet. I'm playing checkers. Those ginormous checkerboards <laughs> that they have outside of Cracker Barrel. That's what I picture. Yeah. Our mascot is a rocking chair. How do you feel about yourself? Not not great. I feel Amish. I don't like it. The pigs. Does that say pigs? Pros. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I guess we have barbecue and we have yeah. pork barbecue, but I don't like the pigs. Yeah. One of the options was boars. That's boring. Oh, God. Moving <laughs> on. So, the league is hiring team presidents galore. Okay. Seven of the eight teams have a team president now. So, once again, the other alliances are behind the curve because we've had our team president since May. Yeah. Shout out, Mr. Irby. Word. All right. So, what about the other teams? Anyone notable? Anyone I would know? Well, that's not fair. (laughs) Anyone our audience might know as a president? Not that I can recognize. So, maybe. I'm sure somebody out there, if they're more, like, informed than I am, but... Whoa, whoa! If there's someone more informed than you, that's scary. That's not no. Let's 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 not like <laughs> blow smoke over here. Like I am not an expert. I, Just relatively speaking, like in this room, <laughs> yes, I am an expert. But that includes you and our dog. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But I do think no, no, no. I think you should give yourself <laughs> some more credit. You should give yourself some more credit. I think you're more of an expert than you're letting on. I think maybe when it comes to like front office and like management maybe not so much but i think you know a lot we were watching a game at b-dubs the other night buffalo wild wings and you were just like going insane about how someone was drafted in the first round and they were traded somewhere else and then they played here and it's like just this one player that wasn't even a big dude it was preseason i think you're an expert okay we'll go with that so that's all we got for the news okay so before we get to the main story i don't know if it's main story we're just going to talk more about how there's validation around the AAF. But before we do that, we're getting to our final interview. Which is? Kelvin Jeter. He is a running back slot receiver at a Brevard College and the first thousand yard rusher in the school history. We've got Kelvin Jeter. Uh, he's coming out from Brevard College out of North Carolina. Set the school record for all purpose yards in his career with 4,626. And as well as hitting records every year. Kelvin, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Well, thanks for having me, sir. Of course. 
All right, so Kelvin, you're listed as a multi-purpose player, so you can play running back slot and wide receiver. Is that right? Also, kick return and punt return, the kickoff team. Yeah. Okay, so it's all around guy. <laughs> yes, sir. Where do you feel most comfortable? I feel most comfortable at running back. Okay. I know I'm a smaller, yeah, I'm a smaller guy, but I feel most comfortable at running back. I have been training for a strictly receiver, like. Strictly, you know, slot receiver, you know, as of, you know, almost a, a year, two years, going on two years right now, just straight receiver drills. So um, I really do miss running back. I know I'm undersized, but they never stop me. So um, all you got to do is just hit the holes and get behind your blockers and and just basically and make the best out of the situation. I mean, uh, this there's never been a, a factor to me. You know, a big thing is just uh, mental. It's, it's a mental game now. It's a mental game. I know I can do it. It's just mental. Yeah, watching your highlight video, you, you're you know best running outside the tackles, you know, on like um, pitches or rate option, but like you're able to get yards. And one thing I was taking notes, and like the one word I wrote down was shifty. You may not be the biggest guy out there. You're not going to like bulldoze guys, but there was one dude you like completely juked him and just made him look stupid. Yeah. Okay. So first off, I will and I can bulldoze over you if I choose to. <laughs> And the the that I mean that's I mean I am uh, aware of the, the law of physics I am but I'm I'm smart with it so now, now, at the let same me, time let me correct myself as soon as I said that I realized I probably misspoke because I did see that at least one where a dude it looked like twice your size was like stopped in front of you and you you knocked him over like straight back and kept on going okay yeah so and then as far as the the shifty yeah I feel like I I could have had more. You know, in Bavard, I could have had more, you know, in between the tackles, but that's not how the, their offense was ran. So that's, I just, you know, that's, that's the school I went to, and that's the offense that I ran. And okay. um, I did the best I can with that. I like running in between tackles because who going to think that I will run between the tackles? Everybody want, want me to run outside. So when I run inside, I'm going to hit it full speed, 100%, and trusting the big guys ahead of me, you know, to execute their assignments. Well, that's that's great that you have that kind of versatility. Yeah, and you definitely don't see it, but you know it's easy to kind of get lost in the crowd. You know, when we got these guys staring over you. It's easy, and you got the leverage too that you can get underneath. You know, the, the defensive tackles. Some of these guys kind of get below them and get around them. Right. Okay, so you've been training as a wide receiver for a couple of years, which, like, if you do end up playing running back in the alliance, is a valuable asset, especially if you know the AAF kind of follows more of the trend of the NFL being more of a passing league because as you look in the NFL now, you know, the most valuable running backs are the ones that can catch as well. You know, I'm just thinking, you know, Devontae Freeman, Jarek McKinnon, um, Todd Gurley, you know, he's got that massive paycheck. You know, the league is leaned more toward and valuing running backs that can't catch the ball. If you do end up playing running back, I feel like you'd have a pretty, uh, pretty strong skill set for him. Like I said, it's just a, I mean, I got I, I believe I do have the skill set for it and the mindset for it. Like I said, these day and age is just right now. You just gotta have your mindset. Like I said, I, I can do it. I've done it before. And maybe it's not been on the biggest level, but it, it doesn't matter. I just took advantage of my opportunity that I had, and I had fun with it. That's the only reason I'm still doing it because I love it. I have fun. I'm having fun. Like this is it's fun to me, you know. So um. That's the that's the biggest thing. Like people just get you know all this money to get involved. I'm not worried about that. I don't care. I just wanna if I if I I want to do what I love to do and not have to worry. You see what I'm saying? And be able to provide. Yeah, I'm definitely. ready to start. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have that passion, then you know you're not gonna 
You're not going to go very far. Yes, and it's so easy, man. It's, it's so easy for, for you to quit. It's so easy for me to quit right now. But at the same time, who am I? So many people that, you know, it's just they got it a million times worse. And I'm not going, you know, everybody had their own situations. But at the same time, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm a king because at the same, even if football don't work out for me, I'm still going to put that. I'm transitioning that drive, that football drive into this real world. You know, I did what I had to do. And that's what it all boiled down to. You got to be focused. You got to stick down and do what you want to do. Doing the best I can. Yep. There you that's go. All. And when the opportunity comes, hey, or if it don't come, hey, guess what? I'm going to be successful. I love that. I love that passion. I love that determination. What do you think is like one skill set, asset? Just like what is like one thing that you can bring to an alliance team? I can bring my body, myself. Like I can walk in, I can walk in there and I can be with them and I can be a part of them. That's what I can, that's what I can bring to the table. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know, football is a team sport. You know, it takes more than one guy. But everybody's got to pull their own way. Everybody's got to do their part. Of course. And I just want to contribute. I love competing. I'm a competitor. I compete with every single little thing. Sometimes I just get aggravated with myself. Like I'd be, you know, I'd be at work competing about little, like small, the smallest things ever, man. That's just, that's just me. Hey, I love it. That's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me going. Coach, um, you know, trainer Randy, man, he's been, I'm telling you, he's been great to me, man. Like I, like I met him after the RPFL and, He's just keeping me motivated. You know, sometimes it takes more than just yourself to uh, to motivate you. In. And he really he really has been a big help to me, man. And I really do appreciate him in the, um, the Student Athlete Camp Academy. Yeah, so I've been that's who I've been training with for these past um, two years after I left the uh, RPFL. Yeah, I met that's when I met Randy and we've been, you know, training ever since. All right. So give you 30 seconds to pitch to Coach Singletary to the Memphis Alliance, why should they sign you? Just my hunger to get better, my drive, you know, my um, my integrity, my dedication, my humbleness, my versatility. But then again, why should they offer just words? Actions speak louder. We communicate with 70% body language. Put me in front of those coaches. Put me through some drills, both position drills, running back and slot receiver. And, you know, then they can choose. They evaluate. I'm going to give it all I got. Let them just see what I got. And it will be even more if they was to sign me because I will be a part of a team. I will be able to work out every single day. I will get even better from the day that I showed them that I should be with that team or any team. It don't matter. I don't care. I mean, I'm not. I just want to play football. Like, like if this don't work out for me right now, I'm going – I'm probably play in the – um. Semi-pro, because I mean, hey, it's what I love to do. I like the little nicks and nets, the bruises. You get the, you know, get you know, massage out, and um, you know, just taking care of your body. You know, after practice, those little bruises, I love that. You know, and it is painful, but at the same time, if you take care of yourself, it it all works out because it's it's just a great feeling, man. That you won't you won't ever be able to get unless you are a football player, man. We gladiators. That's what we are. We love that pain. I love that pain. At the same time, you gotta take care of yourself too. I know I'm going a little overboard, man. I'm just excited, man. I just, I just want to get back on the field. That's all I'm talking. That's all I think about. That's all I think about. I'm at work, you know, sitting there having to work, you know, ten hours, you know, twelve hours, double job, you know. So, hey, 
And when I'm on the field, it just I just love it, man. I just love no matter how how tired I am, I just keep push, push, just push, just push, just push. That's all you have to do, man. And, and I'm not perfect. Nobody is perfect, but at the end of the day, football is gonna be football. I'm just getting it out. I'm just getting all this out of me. Well, there you go. I love the passion. I love the determination. And like you said, actions speak louder than words. So if you want to see just a little bit of what he can offer, hit the show notes, check out the highlight video. You will not regret it. Kelvin, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, before you go, let everybody know, where can they find you online? I have a Instagram and it is slow underscore magic. And I think it's four at the end of it. And I have a Facebook, Kevin Jeter, J-E-T-E-R like Derek Jeter. And I'll be sure to put links to your social media in the show notes. So anybody want to check you out, hit the show notes. Thanks so much for coming on the show again, man. I really, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, thank you. Holy shit. Oh my God. Okay. So we just watched his highlights and watched this insane play where he found holes where there were none. And, 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 oh my God, that was crazy. Yeah. The one word that for him I had was shifty. Yeah, yeah, that works as a player, maybe not as a person. I don't know Mr. <laughs> Junior very well, but that that watching that play was crazy. Which again, he just found holes where there weren't any, and he just like juke left, juke right, found a hole, and then went in for a touchdown. <laughs> I would not make a good announcer. <laughs> you guys should go watch his highlights. It'd just be you screaming, "Oh my God, what did he just do?" <laughs> he found the hole where there wasn't one, like five times in a row. Um, but not only, yeah, he is shifty, but he also can plow you over. Uh, obviously, he can plow us over, no problem. But there was like one play where he just like bulldozed a dude. We talked about it in the interview, but it's still worth mentioning. Awesome. Watch his highlight film because it is actually a lot of fun. Sweet. And now on to the main event. All right. We need some main event theme music. We do. Well, let's find that. If you guys have any suggestions, please uh, let us know. It's got to be better than what I just did. <laughs> Actually, I may just do that on repeat for 30 seconds, and then that'll be our transition music. So this isn't a new story, but it's just, it bears repeating. Do you know Peter Thiel? No. Okay. He is a rich dude. Okay. Venture capitalist, philanthropist, all that fun stuff. Shocking. I don't know him. You would think that I would run in the same circles yeah. with this man. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we'd bump into him somewhere. Uh, I'd have to, but no, doesn't ring any bells. <laughs> well, uh, he was the founder of a small startup back in 1999 called PayPal. What? He, he was a co-founder. Of PayPal? Of PayPal, yeah. Yeah, he was the CEO of PayPal until they sold out to eBay in 2002. Okay, so he's kind of legit. Yeah, successful. Uh, early investor in Facebook. Okay. So <laughs> he, he's got some, um, what's the word? Pocket change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knows good investments. Yeah, clearly. Facebook is doing well for, well, financially doing well for its investors. <laughs> anyway, what about Peter Thiel? His investment fund is an investor in the Alliance. Oh. So it just shows that somebody, like there's credence to like their business model and like their success. Right. There's get, belief in them from people that are risking a lot of money. That have done well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the main thing I want to talk about as far as validation is the Canadian Football League is pretty scared. Really? Not the players themselves. I think the players are pretty happy, but like the team owners and yeah, well, they're they're pretty nervous. That kind of makes sense based on what we've talked about before about this CFL versus AAF. What do you mean? Well, didn't you say that in the CFL, they can't like pause their contracts to play for the NFL, but they can with the Alliance? 
They couldn't before, but I think because of the alliance and the XFL that they had to adjust that in order to keep um, interest from players. I feel like there were a couple of other things that we talked about mm-hmm. in a previous episode where there would be a benefit to a player playing for Alliance versus the Canadian League. Yeah. Some of the first players to sign with the Alliance were CFL players. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and one in particular, one and one CFL executive in particular, Wally Buono, I think that's how you pronounce his name. It's kind of weird. But anyway, he is a VP of football operations for the BC Lions. And he believes that players that are cut from the NFL are going to look to the AAF and XFL before going to the CFL. Wow. Yeah. Which makes a whole lot of sense. On top of everything else, you're going to get better exposure playing for the AAF than you would in Canadian Football League. Because, well, one thing, you'll have better exposure to the fans because the fans can easily watch the games because of the app and the live streaming. Aren't they going to have like one game a week on CBS? Mm -hmm. We don't have any of that with the Canadian Football League. Yeah, I don't even know how to watch the Canadian Football League. I think sometimes it's on at Buffalo Wild Wings when we go there. Yeah, I'm probably like ESPN 6. (laughs) (laughs) ESPN Ocho. If it's almost a sport, you'll find it here. (laughs) Is that a thing? From the movie Dodgeball. Oh, okay. (laughs) Then just the fact that you're playing in the States is better exposure to and better chance of being seen by NFL scouts. Right. And especially because these are already cities that are close to like Division One colleges that NFL scouts are going to be looking at. And, you know, you got Atlanta, which has an NFL pro team. Mm -hmm. And then you have the Phoenix Alliance, which plays remarkably close to... The Cardinals. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, they're just, proximity-wise, you're closer to NFL scouts and the fact that you're playing the game closer to NFL rules as opposed to TFL, which has... Well, and not only that, but, like, being in such close proximity physically to NFL players means more opportunities for networking with players, teams, coaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then possibly using the same training facilities in the offseason. Yeah. Yeah. It's better all around. So it definitely validates, like you said, the alliance as a league. Yeah, the fact that the CFL is scared. That they think it's a threat, yeah. Yeah. And then not only that, players in the AAF stand to make more money, which is shocking because like the contracts aren't spectacular. Yeah. But they're still pretty nice. So the average salary for CFL players is $91,000 with a league minimum of forty-two dollars to $52,000. These numbers are all based on which article you decide to read. Okay. There's not a whole lot of information that I could find, but I'll be honest, I didn't do a whole lot of research into it. Just a brief glimpse just to see what these numbers are. Compare that to the AAF, which would be signing three-year contracts worth $250,000 that gets bigger as you go on. So the final year is $100,000. Yeah. It's an average of $83,000 a year. For each player, for the alliance, yeah. How is that more money if, if Canadian is ninety one? A lot of players are going to be paid less than, and that number is inflated because the highest paid player makes four hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so okay, average okay. wise, the AAF is doing a little bit better. Plus, you have more opportunity to make more than your salary based on your popularity and all the fun stuff that we talked about back in episode two. Sure, but another factor is that. In the U.S., you have to pay for health care. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not paying. I'm we don't know paying. what the benefits are that the players are going to get. Sure, sure, sure. That might be in Canadian dollars. Whoa, that's so- a whole other <laughs> la- layer. So take that down a notch to see what the actual, like, convert. I don't know what the conversion rate is, but if it is in Canadian dollars, then it might actually be pretty even. And that's just right now. 
the Canadian Football League has been around since the fifties. What? And that's their like that's their base salary is. Let's just say it is fifty two thousand. The minimum you'll make in the AAF is eighty three. Wow, well, seventy five for the first year, but the average of eighty three. That's crazy. Yeah, the Canadian Football League has a twenty week season. Twenty weeks. Yeah, with two by two by weeks, so they play eighteen games. Compared to AAF, that's half that. That's a long amount of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's almost half the year. Yeah. Like, in my mind, that's almost as long as like a NASCAR season, which is forever long. <laughs> that's a lot of football. Yeah. So the AAF, you're making, even if it is roughly the same amount of money, you're playing less time. Obviously, the offseason, you have to stay in shape, and there's more to it than just game day, but it's still the shorter seasons. Yeah, and less damage on your body. And with the AAF, you still have the fall to try out for the NFL, whereas Canadian Football League plays concurrently with the NFL. Oh, wow. So in a lot of ways, Alliance is better. Yeah. Do we need to keep like, do we need to hammer that home anymore? I think we got it. (laughs) All right. And that's all we got. That's our show. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in once again. And if you have ideas for show topics or things that you want us to talk about, let us know on social media, send us an email, get on our contact form. Yeah. Dan's totally blowing it up on Twitter again. So make sure you're following (laughs) the Memphis Alliance account. What's the handle? At Memphis AAF. There you go. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. Just head on over to memphisaaf.com slash subscribe for all that information. All right. And until next week. We out.